0: Yes, people, we are live match review time. Welcome to Albert JTV on this Saturday night, New Year's Eve. People, Brighton two, Arsenal four, seven points clear at the top of the league. But before we get into this match review, let's smash the intro for last time in 2022. Footballing community, you should know what to do by now like, share, and subscribe. Welcome back to Albert JTV. social media platform, know what you're talking about. And what I mean by that is goals ESR and Saka have done well. They've done okay. They've done well. Yes, people, welcome back to Albert JTV for another match review. Brighton to the mighty Arsenal four. As I said before the intro, seven points clear at the top of the league. People, the obligatories for the last time in 2022, obliterate the like button and subscribe to Albert JTV. Woo, people, where do we get started, man? Um, firstly, great game of football, fantastic game of football. Um, listen, we go into the game, one change. Um, Zinchenko comes in. Not a massive surprise for me, not a big surprise. Um, you know what I mean? For Brighton are a good football inside people. Listen, they're a they're a good side. They play some really good football. Um, uh, when whether that was under Graham Potter or, or under now under new manager. Um, my my prediction before the start of the game and leading up to the game, i, I thought Arsenal would win and I thought let's sneak it. Uh, Brighton's not an easy place to go. Um, they create a lot of chances. They play through their midfield very, very well. Um, They've got two very, very promising players in the wide areas, in particular with Matoma and uh, Solly March, who's who's quite experienced um, season pro. But yeah, um, listen, one of the things I've consistently said with this Arsenal side um, this season is that we're a lot better at starting games and getting on the front foot. Um, You saw the stat uh, literally... During the game, when they said that Brighton are the best in the Premier League, getting their nose in front and scoring goals in the first 15 minutes. My word, did Arsenal top that today? What a start, people. A minute in, a minute. Um, and the key thing I must say before we sort of go, dwell into the first goal to put us one new up with a minute to go um, Thomas Partey, again, crucial. Did the same thing the other night, robbing the ball off Declan Rice. He's done the same thing again today, getting the ball off Tariq Lamptey. Um, it, nice little build-up play. Saka, super first touch, man, for the, for the deflected shot by Martinelli that came to him. And coolly slots it away on the half volley. Like, listen, starting games well is what you want. Starting games well when you're away from home against a side that keep the ball very, very well and are very difficult to beat at the Amex Stadium. Phenomenal start, fast start, and for that first five, ten minutes, I don't think Brighton knew what hit them. Don't get me wrong; they had the miss, the massive miss in terms of not having not having Moisés Casado starting. He's a big, big miss for them, Brighton in the midfield area. Um, he, you know, it's like us missing Thomas Partey; he's that crucial to Brighton. And obviously Mwepo, who had to retire um, due to ill health. Um, so they've had two gaping holes in the mid- middle of the park then in the midfield area. But um, first five, 10 minutes, we was really, really sharp, really on it. I thought we could have possibly got the second goal to really hammer it home to Brighton. But they they weathered the storm well without really even troubling Aaron Ramsdale, to be, to be honest with you. Before I let me cut in, before we go to the chat quickly, wow, it's was quite busy. Let's get in there. Let's get in there. Let's have a go, people. Wilson, happy him. Cheers, bro. Uh, got to read some comments out, people. So all the listeners, I've just got some comments in the chat. I'm gonna read them out before I go on even further. Arsenal totally outclassed, Brighton. We were absolutely brilliant once again. What a massive win for the Gunners. Listen, Brighton's on an easy place to go. Um, can't ask my United fans. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is a great game for football. Brighton played their part. Most importantly, Arsenal ended the Brighton jinx. Yeah, our record there, actually, if you look at historically, people, um, it's not great going back into the old first division days. Uh, we'll quickly wish for some comments, people. Yes, my Australian brothers. Happy New Year to all. Scott, Robbie, RJ, love to you guys, man. I don't know. I can't remember, you're 11 hours ahead, so I'm not going to remember what time it, it's top of, the, what top of my head is, but happy New Year to you. And what a way to start a new year for us. For us, Gooners is only for Scott. Big up to you guys, man. Uh Wilson, Arsenal been starting them directly the games on the front foot, which is very encouraging. It is. And away from home as well. Uh, what a news, what a new Year's present coming, Arsenal. Arsenal can't afford to make some make the same mistakes they made in the last January transfer window. Arsenal have to learn from their mistakes, otherwise, we will fall short again. Well said, Wilson. So, yeah, people man, if you just arrived to the um to the live stream, smash the like button, people. Um, get them algorithms up. This is also going live on Twitter and it's also live on my Facebook as well as YouTube. So people, if you're watching, hit the like, subscribe, do all that fantastic stuff, people, particularly after Arsenal come away with a beautiful 4-2 away win down at Brighton. But yeah, listen, um, Brighton didn't really give us too many issues in terms of troubling Aaron Ramsdale. Um, like I said, they do play really, really well through their midfield. And the danger memory, obviously, Solly March and Matoma, who's a really, really good player. So Ben White would have had his work cut out. But um, even though Brighton sort of rode the storm of the first five, 10 minutes, I always personally felt Arsenal could get that second goal before half time, And if they could get it, it would be pivotal in terms of how we manage the game. And we did. We did. It was um the corner from Saka, good corner actually. Cleared out Martin Erdegaard, Captain Erdegaard gets another goal. Um, bit of a miss hit shot, but it, I don't care. It doesn't matter. It found the back of the net. But that was that was one pivotal moment. Getting that second goal going into the halftime break because it gives you a different team talk. It gives the Brighton boss a different team 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 talk and it gives Mikel Arteta a different team talk as well. But um, yeah, fantastic to go 2-0 up. And even better coming into the second half. We thought we had a quick start in the first half, and we did. Two minutes into the second half, we get the third goal. Eddie Nketiah. Very, very delighted for him. He's got his opportunity to be the main man for a little bit because of Jesus being out. And what I liked about the goal, it's a good team build-up player if you watch the goal, if you watch the goal back again, is poachers goal, man, striker's goal. You know, people like Lineker, Jimmy Greaves back in the day, Pippo Inzaghi, these kind of man, these this, this kind of goals were bread and butter for these guys. And right place, right time, 3-0, games dead and buried. Because um, whoever gets that goal going into the second half, whether it be in the first 10, 15 minutes, Arsenal being 2-0, Brighton get one to make it 2-1, it's a different game. But Arsenal getting that third goal in two minutes to the restart of the second half, Absolutely fantastic. Um, really, really put Brighton in a position where they've got to come out. They've got they, they've got nothing to lose now. They're 3-0 down at home. Um, you know what? I'd be honest, it's it, I thought it'd be a tight game. Um, it didn't go the way I thought it was good, in, in a good way, in the sense that Arsenal were really, really ruthless. And there were moments, particularly in the first half and a little bit in the second half, where it was cruise control and Arsenal were in control and they were comfortable and they've been very ruthless. Part a, again was solid in midfield. The defense didn't have too much worries in the first half, but it changed in the second half. Um Martin Erdegaard's instrumental again. And Brighton, I did think Brighton was scoring. They did score. They did score. Um Arsenal will look at it from a defensive point of view. Um, it won't be great, great viewing. And defensively was a bit of a concern, really. We started the second half fantastically well, but yeah, the second half defensively, there were some lapses of concentration. Uh, for me, Ramsdale didn't look pa- really particularly assured self throughout the course of the game, to be honest with you, not just the second half. And another pivotal moment. Brighton make it 3-1. The crowd are up. The players have got a bit of energy, an extra 5-10%. But we get the fourth goal. Um And what a goal. What a world-class piece of play from Martin Erdegaard. Absolutely fantastic pass to Martinelli. Listen, Tarek Lamptey is no slouch. He's no slouch. For Martinelli, the pass done it for him. He gave him an extra yard, two yards. And you know what? I'll be honest with you at the time of Martinelli's going through. Saka was in a very good position. And I actually thought he should have squared it. So if he didn't score, I'm glad he scored because I think Saka would have given him a rocket. I would have given him a rocket if I was Saka personally. But listen, we get the goal 4-1 and it stings the game. There. It it bucks the momentum for, for Brighton to, to get the second goal, to make it 3-2 and make it a bit dicey. So that was a pivotal moment again. Fantastic pass from Martin Odegaard. I'm going to watch that back when I finish this live stream. Um, listen... Again, like I said, the only negative was defensively today. I thought we was really poor in that second half. Um, no disrespect to Brighton, but I think we allowed them to come back into it. Yes, they're gonna chase it a bit more because they have got to chase goals down, but um they make it forced. it's a Libra mistake, which is very, very unrare. Um, and the young guys gets in. i can't forgot his name, the Brighton lad that that scored the goal. But um, yeah, poor defensively, man. Very poor. Um But and also, as well, it got a bit dicey. Um, with about 10 minutes to go, if that Matoma goal wasn't disallowed to make it 4 3, we would have had a very, 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 very dicey six minutes of injury time. Um, and that and that really would have concerned a lot of Arsenal fans watching that the ones at the ground and ones watching it on the TV. Um, but luckily for us, VAR ruled it out. Um it's funny because watching it during the game when they got the third goal, which we thought was the third goal, Matoma's second goal, it actually came up pretty quickly that he was offside. So I was quite surprised it took so long for the commentary to, to actually kind of say, yeah, this was um, this goal's been, di- di- um, been disallowed. But again, another pivotal moment. That goal being disallowed gives us a two-goal buffer. They get the goal to make it 4-3. It's an awful six minutes to endure for us as Arsenal fans, but... Listen, um, one thing I will credit: our, this Arsenal team with this with this season. Yes, youngest team in the Premier League, um, but when we're tested, when we're put under pressure, we come through. There's a guts. There's a, there's a resilience. Um, our attacking final foot. They all got. They all scored today. Eddie, Martin Odegaard, oh, Martinelli, Saka. That is what you want. If they continue, I think between Saka, for example, and and Martinelli, I think con- goals contribution-wise now between them is like 19. That's fantastic at this stage of the season uh, with the games we've got coming up. We've got some dicey games, games of football coming up and um, very, very spicy games, should I say. But listen, um, big win today. Um, and you know what? I think obviously we saw the result of Man City drawing 1-1. And we saw Newcastle draw again. I think that's Newcastle's seventh draw this season. They lost one game, but you can see why we've got the points lead ahead of them because they've drawn seven games this season, Newcastle, in the Premier League. But um, it's important we didn't lose today. Um, and I think Paul Mercer made a good point in, in the analysis before the start of the game that this is a different Arsenal side in the sense that, you know, not many teams want to play us at the moment because we're playing some fantastic football. But, um, And that's a very different mindset from the way teams probably used to come up against Arsenal. Be physical, bully them. Can't do that this season. We've got speed, we've got pace, we've got intricacy, we've got goals in the team. Defensively, we're a better unit than we have been for many, many years. There's many, many plus points. And I think we saw the stat in the first half that came up that Arsenal away from home uh, rank first in terms of in the Premier League. which counts a lot. I think I think it was for, I think it's for goals, points and wins. And there was, I think there's one more that we, um in first place for. Let me come to the comments quickly because I'm not going to stay long because I want to enjoy the rest of New Year's Eve. I'll win, chill and see the new year in. Let me come to the chat quickly. Uh, Wilson, thank you, brother. wish you a happy new year too. Many people that are watching this live now and when they watch it back, they probably watch it back when it's New Year's Day because they're probably out celebrating already. <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm happy, man. Seriously, man. Um, I thought Arsenal would win. I did think they would win. I generally did think they was going to win. But it's one of them games where all you want them to do is continue what they've shown already this season. Starting games well, getting on the front foot. Um, gold, our goal difference is excellent. Uh, we're not conceding many goals this season. I've only lost one game this season as well. Um, it's it's looking good. Um, I think if anybody wanted any indication uh that Arsenal are in a title race, <laughs> they, they, listen, it is what it is, man. That the the, the the stats and the performances and the points gained and the goals, they don't lie. Um the second half would be a bit of a concern for Mikel Arteta defensively because we can't have those lapses of concentration against the likes of Spurs away and Newcastle at home. And there's, there's some big games of football coming up and we need to be, we need to iron out these little moments of lapses of concentration out of our game. But listen, let, let's not grumble. Let's be serious here. We're, we're, we are playing some brilliant football. Uh, we probably currently got the best midfield trio in the premier league. as i I've heard a few people say, it, and I don't disagree with that. And um, onwards and upwards for the remainder of the season, to be honest with you. We've ended 2022 fantastic. Um and yeah, really, really proud of the team, man. It's been it's been an amazing start this season. And yes, they're throwing around that not many teams have not have not gone on to win the league at this stage of the season, but listen, that's what's happened in the past. We can only control what happens now. Um, and yeah, absolutely buzzing as an Arsenal fan, man. People, man, seriously. Right. I'm not I'm not going to keep you guys long and go through a few more of the chats. All your listeners, this will go on my Spotify and anchor so you can hear my dulcet tones for the last time in 2022, but coming back very soon in 2023 as well. Uh, Wilson's put another song in the chat. I believe that the Gunners need a striker, winger, team midfielders in the left side of the center back to add more quality and depth to our squad. Yeah, the transfer window is going to be interesting, you know. Um, it's about not repeating the mistakes from before. Um, that is absolutely key because we were in a position last season to cement top four and we didn't cement top four and a large chunk of that was to do with not actually, you know, reinforcing in January. We are in a hundred percent better position than we was last season because we topped the league by seven points. Um and we're in, a, we're in a league title race. Let's call it as it is. We are. You know, I think some people Arsenal fans. And I get it. They probably don't want to say that we are in a title race to probably come the end of January. But if you look at the way we're playing, look at the league table, um, look at the performances from the team. And one thing I must say, because I said this about Martin Odegaard a few times, that what I wanted to see from him more, obviously more goals and taking shots at goal, is to putting the performances as he, as he does at the Emirates, doing it, replicating it and doing it away from home. Then he will get the detractors who still, for some reason, find a way to, how can I put it, pick holes in him, <laughs> which I find remarkable with the performance he putting. in. But that, I, that's what I to say. I want to see him do it more away from home. Um, that's the key thing for me because, yes, teams set up differently. Yes, teams are... Uh, at home and they want to stick one on Arsenal and they don't want to let us play and they're going to sit back and make it tight and have two banks or four and we're going to have to use our wide men to break them down and intricate play. But you want to see us, our, our tallies men perform away from home. And my word, they did that today. All of them scored. Martin Odegaard plays a well class pass for the fourth goal. Um, and, we, and we move onwards and upwards for the rest of the season. But people, what I want to say is a massive massive thank you to the support to the channel um and not just your support to the channel but also when you see me on other channels on bigger platforms and you're there in the chat box sharing your support so it means a lot um i always say people's time to me means more than anything yeah i want more subscribers of course who doesn't whenever youtube channel but you know you have a community um listen to them um engage with them and you know they will come back and watch your content. There's a hell of a lot of Arsenal content out there. And I always say this and I don't take it for granted or take it lightly that people are just gonna come and watch my channel. There's a lot of Arsenal content to consume. So um, I appreciate your time, your comments, your efforts. And um, yeah, listen, massive shout out to Lee Judges TV for giving me my own slot on their channel. Um, Shout out to the Arsenal Lounge Boys for letting me do the same thing. we got to lots of the likes of same about Arsenal, the hybrid squad, the gonna Talk TV, Chronicles of the Guna. These guys have been a massive, massive help to me in terms of me growing my channel, me growing as an individual, um, the way I talk about Arsenal, but still try to remain sort of authentic and be myself. But um, yeah, I'm very appreciative of the platform I've been given and creating my own platform. And long may it continue, I will strive to be better. and um, more the content will come, um, so just keep an eye out the, the, the work hasn't stopped I'm, I'm continue, going to continue to push and grow my channel even further and network even more and forge relationships and, and working relationships with people much love to you man I wish I wish you had a fantastic Christmas I wish you a happy new year and a prosperous new year and all the best for 2023 because you deserve it and hopefully Arsenal can give us Arsenal fans something to smile about um because a lot of many Ars- a lot of Arsenal fans, depending on the range, have not seen Arsenal win a league title, so um, that that will be massive for it for a, a particular generation of fans that have not seen that. But um, hopefully, they're backed in January. Um, not just not just with Mikhailo mudrick and the links with him, but just addressing areas of the pitch where we do need a little bit of help in terms of volume and numbers. And even a little bit more quality. Let me come to the chat before I log off quickly, people. Uh, let me see. Yeah, let me see over the year. Let me see Ooh, things in there. Um, over the years, we've been we've been guilty of not not getting that second goal and making the game harder. Nice to see us being more clinical. That's the thing, man. Like that's why I say there was there was moments. There were moments within the game. Getting the goal to go 1-0 up against a team that start very well in the first 15 minutes, by the way, in Brighton. Um, Getting the second goal before half-time. Getting the goal immediately after the second half. Getting the fourth goal in Brighton, get the goal to make it 3-1. The four key moments, man. Um, and they went our way. They went our way. So um, I'm, I'm buzzing, man. I'm happy. Um, made a lot of substitutions. Someone's mentioned in the chat. I, yeah, I understand that. Um, Listen, Zinchenko was out for quite a long time. Um, and yeah, he's come back into the fold. we still got ESR to come back. I think he's pretty, pretty close. And we're going to need him. We're going to need him. We can't just be relying on the guys that have been doing the business so far and have been cutting the mustard. But um, Good evening, Rancid Pumpkin. Mr. Mensa big up, Albert. Great performance there, but we have to keep our composure and not let complacency punish us. Big game's coming and we need to make him resilient. 100%. Um, There were moments at the second half I thought, wow, defensively, this is not a good show today. Absolutely not. I'm not saying we've got a God-given right to go and get a clean sheet at the Amex, but it it helps if you defend a little bit better. Um, But yeah, we've got some big games of football coming up. Managed to secure my ticket for Newcastle, which was a struggle. Um, Got the NM, so the the person knows who got that ticket for me, so I appreciate it. But people in the chat, thank you for tuning in. Um, as you know already, Albert JTV, my Instagram and Twitter handle is going along the bottom of the screen, as you know. Um, all the listeners, you'll be used to that. <laughs> but uh, right, let me go to group for a wrap-up. Last, last comment. We're still heart attack FC, 100%, but we don't concede and that's the difference. Yeah, like I said, defensively, we've got a defence that we can trust a lot more than what we've had in the last five to 10 years, maybe even longer. Um, listen, there's going to be games the age thing's spoken about a lot. Um, but there's going to be games where it is going to be heart attack FC because this is Arsenal. <laughs> We're probably still going to get heart attack FC cover the January transfer window. But listen, from the minute it hits January 1st tomorrow, Arteta, Edu, particularly Edu, that's when the work starts, man. As I think the work's already started in terms of bringing and um, potential numbers in. But people, big up to you in the chat. Um, I'm going to log off now because I didn't want to enjoy the rest of my New Year's Eve. Um, respect for jumping in the chat and giving your comments. Fantastic win today. Seven points clear at the top of the league, people. Who would have thought that at the start of the season or the end of last season? Um, you know, losing to Newcastle and the dead rubber game at the home to Everton at the Emirates um, where it was sort of doom and gloom and what could have been. But time doesn't wait for no one. Football moves on pretty fast. I must before I, before I go. I must say one for. I'm glad I just remembered. Uh, rest in peace, Pele. Wow, um, one player would have been would have loved to have been alive to watch play. Um, a lot of the clips I've seen play of him. This guy played in an era where people talk about protection now, and people like Saka and um, protection on the, the gifted players in Premier League. These back in the 60s and 70s, these guys used to get butchered. Pele got kicked out of that 1966 World Cup. Some of the tackles there were unbelievable, but Pele over a thousand career goals, three World Cup wins. Um, uh, we, and, and I think the, the bad things we knew it was coming because he'd been ill for a long, long time. Um, what an innings, 82, man. Um, yeah. And I think, if you know what, as a, as a black kid growing up watching football and you look at people that look like you and... Someone of that higher echelon, not just a great footballer, but someone that transcended sport—a top sportsman, not just a great footballer, an unbelievable human being. You know, and and that's sad, sad passing. But rest in peace, Pele, absolute legend. But people, that is Albert JTV. Over and out for 2022. Um, as I say, smash the like button. If you watch this back on Twitter or YouTube or Facebook Live, I appreciate you tuning in. Um, And yeah, we move on to um, 2023, man. Hopefully good things for Arsenal and for yourselves in the chat and people watching this back. Um, Wishing you all the best for 2023. But yeah, people, Albert JTV over and out. Match review, Brighton 2, Arsenal 4. Come on, you flipping gunners. Top of the league, people. Seven points clear. Come on, you gunners. Albert JTV over and out.